Good afternoon and welcome to the Marcus Today end of day report. It is Friday the 3rd of March. My name is Henry Jennings and as always with all the information contained in this report, it is general advice only. So please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. All right, well let's things off with the scores on the doors and for the day. The index, the ASX 200, closed up 28.2 points or 0.39%, 72.83.6. We had an open of 72.63.3, a high of 72.92.5, and a low of 72.63. It was the best of times and the best of times today, not uh, so in recent days, but today we did get a little bit of coordinated firing in the two big sectors, the banks and resources. The big bank basket closing up to $172.48, up 0.7%. CBA up 0.7, NAB up 1.1, and ANZ up 0.6. Macquarie doing okay, but nothing spectacular, up 0.3 of a percent. Insurers a little bit mixed. Uh, We had QBE, the worst of the bunch, down 0.7. Fund managers eased, and we didn't see an awful lot else in that sector. But uh, we did see the industrials better pretty much across the board. Telstra up 1.2%. Woolies up 0.6%. West Farmers up 0.5% there. And uh, the old school platform stocks better as well. REA up 0.6%. Seek up 0.7%. And Car was up 0.8%. With the tech stocks doing okay. Just okay. WiseTech up 0.7%. And Zero up 0.5%. But being dragged a little lower by CPU, which was down 0.8, so the Alltech index closing pretty much unchanged. REITs eased. We did see 10-year yields pushing up to 3.9%. Goodman Group down 1.1%. We had uh, Charter Hall down 0.5% as well. Looking across at the resources which were in demand today, we had BHP continuing to push higher, 0.6% better. Rio up 1.6%. South 32 following on that big run yesterday, up 1.3%. Fortescue, though, missed the memo, down 1.3%. Uh, so uh, that not so good there. Uh, gold miners eased. Uh, Evolution down one7 Northern Star down 04 Lithium a little mixed, although there was a standout, and I'm not really sure why. It was on big volume as well. But Liontown absolutely roaring ahead today. King of the Jungle up 13.2%, 31 million shares traded today, big, big volume, so I'm not sure what's going on there, they opened this morning at 142.5, they had a high of 163, which is where they closed, so a big, big day for Liontown, maybe some news coming, maybe even somebody building a little bit of a stake perhaps, who knows, but certainly um, a good day for Liontown shareholders up 13.2% there. In other news, in the resource space, we had the oil and gas stocks up, Woodside up 0.5, Santos up 1.3, coal stocks not doing much either. In terms of Pilbara, that was up 2.5% today, bouncing back a little bit, and AKE, which is Allchem, up 2.2%, so not a bad day for them. 
On the corporate news front today, not an awful lot out there. The EDI Downer chairman has thrown in the towel, quit. Not surprised. Qantas announced it wants to hire back all the pilots and engineers it lost in COVID. Good luck with that. The stock fell 0.3 of a percent today as well. And BHP did get the nod from the Grant Thornton boys that the offer they had put on the table was fair and reasonable and another hurdle passed for BHP. In economic news today, we did see first home buyer loans hit the lowest level since February 2017. Not a big surprise there. Asian markets better. Japan up 1.6%. China pretty much unchanged ahead of the uh, big conference kicking off next week and that GDP target setting over the weekend. Hong Kong up 0.7 of a percent. In the winners for Grinners today, well, let's run through the top stocks, the big ones. Uh, these were doing very well today for various different reasons. Liontown, as I said earlier, roaring ahead, 13.2% ahead. Renescore doing very well, up 7.1%. RNU, RMS, Remelius also having a good day today, up 5.6%. MA Financial, MAF, up 5.2%. Uh, not bad volume either for that one, 387,000 shares. Tuas, T-U-A, up 5.2%. And Aussie Broadband, maybe they're back with those adverts with the hose pipe. ABB, up nearly 5%. Today, in the losers' corner, though, there were plenty of those as well. Today, Arafura slipping 10.7 percent. This may well have been on reaction to Elon Musk saying that his new generation of motors would not be using rare earths. Linus has been under some pressure for some time, but it was ARU Arafura's turn today to feel the wrath of investors down 11.7 percent. Silex cratering. It was only a couple of days ago they raised $100 million at $4.05. They're now trading at $3.40, down 8.6% today. SLX. Pushpay came back today, down 6.5%. We bit Nano. Newton's law of gravity there clicking in. Had a stunningly great start for this 2023. Basically up from about 3 bucks to 9 bucks. Back today to $6.77 or 6.1%. We also saw today uh, ALD in the loser's corner. That was ex-dividends today. That's Ampol, 29 Metals, 29M, down 4.9%. That wasn't ex-dividend. Uh, Jumbo Interactive also falling nearly 4% today as well. They just announced their notification of a buyback, and they were ex-dividend yesterday. In positive sectors today, well, resources, pretty much iron ore and pretty much all of the resources, uh, base metals. Golds, though, not in that basket. They were a negative sector. We had healthcare up today, industrials and the banks. Negative sectors were the gold miners and REITs, uh, REITs being interest rate sensitive. The big bank basket, nice finish today, 172.48, up 0.7%. The all tech Index unchanged pretty much. I'll just get the exact number, uh, but it did look unchanged. 0.17% uh, higher, as good as unchanged. Gold higher in Aussie dollar terms, 27.26. Bitcoin, massive collapse in cryptos and digital currencies across the globe at the moment. Collapses to $22,370 US a fund token. The Aussie dollar steady. 67.44, 10-year yields higher, 3.9%, and 
Asian markets generally smidge better. Japan up 1.6, Hong Kong up 0.7, China very much unchanged. And Dow futures up a tiddly-widdly bit, up around 30 points. NASDAQ up around uh, 14-odd points last time I saw, but I'll update that when it pops across my screen as we go on. Major movers and shakers today. ADT had a good day today. That's Adriatic Metals. They were up 3.4%. Ioneer even had a better day today, up 1.4%. And ASO, a big winner today. That's Anson Resources, having a really good day today. Anson Minerals, rather. ASO, 23.8% higher. They did do a recent investor presentation Dow Futures just coming across the screen, by the way, down 16 points. And we'll get to NASDAQ Futures in a tiny weeny second. Uh, they're just about to uh, flash across. Last time I saw them, they were down around 14. Now they're down around 25. Um, and other stocks moving and shaking. Syrah, 3.9% down. There was director's nominations for the AGM. And MEI, Meteoric Resources, fell 16%, diving back to earth. RFG, Retail Food Group, which is basically Crust Pizza and Brumby's Bakeries, fell 8.2% after they returned from their capital raising trading halt. And PPH, reinstated to quotation, down 6.5%. Speculative stock of the day today was IHR, IntelliHR, which was up. 30.2% after it received a new bid from the Access Group, TAG, which is a private equity group. The previous bid had been at 11 cents. These guys bid 14 cents, non-binding, conditional, you know the form. 14 cents, though. So we did see that one doing well today. Uh, that closed at 14 cents. Company news today, not an awful lot around. Grant Samuel has been given the green light to uh, BHP's nearly $10 billion bid for Oz Minerals. Valuation and the bid is fair and reasonable. Mineral Resources has extended its offer to buy the remaining shares of Norwest until March the 16th. Immugene has announced the first patients have been dosed with phase one cancer killing virus. And Nickel Industries has raised $35 million through an oversubscribed share purchase plan, exceeding the target of $30 million. Uh, the shares were done at a dollar two. The stock closed at a dollar three. Yeah. Economic news today. According to ABS data, the number of new owner occupy first home loan buyer loan commitments, it's a bit of a mouthful, fell to its lowest level since February 2017. In Jan 23, total housing new loans fell 5.3% to 22.1 billion. Um, and all but one of the 28 economists polled by Reuters have agreed that the RBA will raise rates next week by 25 basis points. The only outlier is Standard & Chartered, which is going for 15 basis points. And ANZ has added up the dividends of mining stocks paying US dividends. 11.7 billion US. It's around $17 billion in Australian dollars, kangaroo dollars to shareholders. And the ACCC has granted interim authorization to Qantas and Jetstar to continue two Jetstar Asian-backed joint ventures. Meanwhile, in Asia, the Chinese Kaishin, which is the private services PMI, had a good day as well, following on from that official one recently, up 55 versus January's 52.9. So China continuing to show strength there. And in US and European news, 
A Fed speech, which was about to be given by Reserve Governor in the US, Christopher Waller, had to be cancelled due to a technical issue. It seemed the Zoom feed was hacked and it was displaying pornographic material. Mortgage rates in the US increased this past week, with the average for a 30-year fixed loan was now 6.65%, which is up from 6.5% last week. And Zoom has uh, kicked out and terminated the employment of President Greg Toom. Plenty of jokes there, I'm sure we can make. And Bitcoin hit its lowest level in about two weeks. Digital currencies fell hard after crypto bank Silvergate plunged after warning on its ability to survive. And uh, it was always interesting to hear Elon Musk speak. He said that the demand for Tesla is strong. That is not the problem. He said everybody wants a Tesla, but the issue is that not everybody can afford a Tesla. Price is the issue, not demand. I'm sure the chief executive of Ferrari and Porsche with a GT3 could say exactly the same. I certainly want a GT3 but price is an issue there for me as well. Well, that's it from me for today. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great weekend. We'll be back again, of course, on Monday to do it all again.